Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live, all the way live. What I said, babe, I said all the way live from the Jam Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma. So I know you fuckers are a little upset with me, and, and I understand completely. I did not do a show last week. Um, I was kind of toppled with tons of things that, that came about. Um, one in particular, uh, was the loss of a dear, dear friend, um, Mr. Tim Stamps. I pray for you and your family. Um, we will be dedicating this episode to him. Um, for those that, that know me and for those that know me from my days of living in Hunters Glen 3 in Missouri City, Houston, Texas, um, they know... That, you know, I had some of my awkwardnesses at times. I, I was still trying to find my way. And Tim was one of those people that no matter who you were, no matter what you'd been through, no matter what you'd seen, no matter what, you, no matter what type of person you were, Tim was always willing to give a person a chance by simply being a nice guy and um, uh, accepting of people. And I, I think that's the biggest memory um, that and that crazy shit that we pulled in his backyard when we were kids. But um, my biggest memory is that he, he accepted me. And as being a person that moved around a lot, I didn't have a lot of people that were inviting um, and, and just open to everyone. Um, and Tim was one of those people. So um, I, I pray for your, your family, and I do. I am sorry for their loss because I know they're definitely hurting um, and I, I just hope and pray you guys get through the, these troubling times together. Um, and as I mentioned before, this show is is um, dedicated to my boy Tim. And there's one thing about Tim. He loves uh, the show. And as the show must do, the show will now will go on. Um, and I, I, I know you and uh, my dear friend, Miss Amy, are sitting up there listening to my crazy ass do the damn thing as I do oh so well. And so I'm about to get the damn thing rolling. Um, and again, to all of you, welcome back to the Joe Moffat Show. I am still here. I hope you guys like the new logo. Um, we will be doing T-shirts. We will be doing bumper stickers. We will be doing a whole lot of stuff with giveaways. You won't believe with the new logo. I love it. No fucks given since 2015. And we're not going to fucking start now. God damn it. Um, uh, Got to flex a little bit. It's been a while since I've been in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Uh, first of all, hi, everyone. How's Hope everybody's week has been wonderful. Like I mentioned before, mine has been crazy as fuck. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I've... 
I've kind of seen a bit of the ringer of the last few few days here and there, you know, working my ass off nonstop at the job and then turn around and um, just personal issues, shit, life. You know how life and bullshit collide all the time. You know, you just can't get the two confused. They can collide, but you don't get them confused. That's the most important part of this. And um, one thing in particular that I've noticed, and I don't want you to think that I haven't noticed, is how all of the bullshit that's been popped off over the last few weeks, particularly with Donald Trump, you know, you get, I kind of get tired of hearing this nigga's name on everything. There's not shit that we don't hear this man's name on. And, and I even say that about my show. So I vow to you that we will do an episode in the month of February that will be a completely Trump free episode. I will not say that cocksucker's name for a whole episode to give you guys a way of stepping out of what has become the fucking norm. It is the the goddamn I don't know if this nigga is running a presidential cabinet and and running in a presidential office or this motherfucker is still trying to get ratings. I think this nigga really think he is somewhere being watched like it's a goddamn reality show and his ass is trying to get ratings. I, I truly believe that about Donald Trump. I think it's less about doing work and more about gaining entertaining ratings. I, I, I just got to call a spade a spade. I know not everybody want to agree with me on that, but if you really take a look at the shit, you'll see that I ain't here to bullshit you, man. You know, I know a bullshit artist when I see one, nigga. I used to be a practicing one. Hello. Shit, I used to work out bullshit with the best of them. Hell, I had niggas come up and roll up on my ass and be like, look here. I know this and this went down, but you're going to say that and this went down, and then this and that won't run into each other. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all, you know, that little cycle of situation, I got one of you motherfuckers sitting there. Well, listening to this show thinking to yourself, what the fuck did this nigga just say? Yes. I don't even remember how the fuck I just said that shit. I had to go back and edit the show and, you know, remind myself of that fucking phrase because the bullshit happens so fucking fast. That's how bullshit works. Bullshit moves at the speed of as fast as it gets to smell a fart. That's how bullshit works. And there's been a lot of bullshit. The biggest bullshit move has definitely been the uh, ban on uh, the Muslims, which I'm, I'm wanting to expand on that as, as I get into my major topic of today. I'm just mentioning this because this is what's in the news right now. I mention the news every week. This is what's in the news. This is shit that's happened. Hundreds of thousands of people have been totally inconvenienced by this douche nozzle simply because he wanted to ban seven particular countries of people. And the ban is actually expanded, not from the seven countries of particular people, but the countries that they... They may not have lived in the country that got banned, but just because they may have been born there or had a homie that went to school there, these motherfuckers have now been banned from other countries. So you got people that can't get into the UK because of the shit that's going on in the US. It's fucking crazy. This shit is spun out of control on an international level, and that's what the crazy motherfucker wanted. You, you plan for silly shit. Silly shit can just happen, but you can plan for silly shit. And this motherfucker planned for silly, crazy shit. All these people thought that this nigga was playing a goddamn punk card. The problem is they asses that now got punked. 
The big problem is that it ain't a punk. It ain't a game. This ain't a nigga. You know, Ashton ain't about to come out of the back of the White House telling us, ha, ah, we got the nation. Yeah, no, we didn't vote this retarded motherfucker president. Everybody is waiting for the punk. You know? They, they, they think that somebody going to pop out a goddamn cake and say, you're on candid camera. No. This ain't no fucking joke. This ain't no fucking game. I don't blame Trump for being who he is. We knew he was an asshole back in June of 2015 when I started this motherfucker. We knew he was an asshole when he was on that goddamn show having folks working for motherfucking charitable donations and in the midst of working, publicly ridiculing them when they can't get the job done. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. I'm sorry, the bullshit is getting thick. It's getting real motherfucking thick. Hell, we got a lot to motherfucking worry about, people. Hell, this nigga didn't ban people who voted for his ass. What the fuck? Not only is this nigga getting ridiculed, but he didn't got sent back to his country with a goddamn Make America Great Again t-shirt in his motherfucking suitcase waiting for little Habib standing outside saying, I told you so, motherfucker. Wait, that's a Jamaican. Anywho, you get the fucking point. Shit. I'm being real, man, because, you know, we, we got to keep this shit 100. This shit has started a cycle of shit that's going to continue to spew out until either something is changed, which it won't be, which it won't be, or we wait this shit out for years to get this motherfucker out of office. That's all it is. He ain't doing this for your protection, bitch. He doing this for money. There's money involved in this situation. You better believe it. That nigga don't get out of bed without it being about money. That motherfucker eat, sleep, shit, Drink money. That's all the fuck Donald Trump is about is money. When y'all voted, hold on, I got to adjust my mic. When y'all voted this crazy motherfucker in, I told y'all it was all about money. Who paying for the wall? We paying for the wall. Mm-hmm. I will go to that goddamn wall, go to the ocean, and cross that motherfucker back and forth because the wall ain't going to cross the ocean. The wall ain't going to go across the Gulf of Mexico. The wall ain't going to stop Shit. Let's, let's be real. You'd have to build that motherfucker up to space into one of the hemispheres or stratospheres. You had to build all that way to the motherfucker all the way up to where a nigga can't go to goddamn Lowe's and buy a motherfucking 30 foot, 36 foot ladder for your 30 foot wall and climb right the fuck over. Y'all sitting here worrying about building a goddamn wall. That bitch gonna, you gonna build it 30 feet, it's gonna drop 10 feet in the ground from all the goddamn tunnels that's been built in that motherfucker already. That goddamn ground ain't stable. Shit. The motherfucker gonna be building a wall. They're gonna get that bitch 20 feet. It's gonna drop 10 with a motherfucker in the hole. Tomorrow. Oh, hi. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. <laughs> oh, you didn't get me with the brick. I'll just scoot on around. See you later. And run their asses right into America. Shit. That's the way this shit gonna go. It's gonna be a shit storm. That goddamn wall is a joke and a waste of fucking money. 20 billion motherfucking dollars to build that goddamn wall. This nigga didn't waste more money in the first 12 days. And he planning to waste more. So get ready. J just get ready. 
Because it's going to happen. Just, you know, this, 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 I told you so. I'm, I'm gonna say I told you so, and like I said, I'm not mad at Trump. I I can't be mad at a crazy motherfucker doing crazy shit. That's what a crazy motherfucker do. We knew that crazy motherfucker was a crazy motherfucker when he and, sit there at a goddamn political campaign rally and does a horrible impression of a handicapped individual. In front of a room of people who laughed and cheered. I can't be mad at a piece of shit being a piece of shit. It's shit. It don't know no better but to be shit. It ain't going to be nothing else but shit. Everybody thought that this motherfucker was going to get in the office and then all of a sudden, all of their small rural area problems were going to be solved. Where is that $20 billion coming to help your ass? You really think it's going to stop somebody? Hello? Hello. $20 billion is going to get wasted on that goddamn wall. And we can't do shit about it but watch that fuckery come up. And watch crazy motherfuckers who keep posting posts. Oh, he going to pay $30 an hour to build a goddamn wall. I saw one they said a nigga going to make $85 an hour building that wall. You got life and bullshit confused if you think that nigga ain't going to pay more than minimum wage to put that shit up. And guess what? Most of y'all motherfuckers who talk all the cash money shit about supporting Trump ain't going to be the ones out there working on that goddamn wall. It's going to be the people you trying to keep out that's going to be walking, working on the goddamn wall. Shit, I ain't fucking crazy. We know where this country is, how this country has been built. It's been built off the backs of all kinds of people, all colors, all textures. And you trying to put up a wall to try to keep uh, a majority of the, uh, the minority majority of this country out. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. But we, like I said before, we're going to expand on that a little bit further in the show. I have some other things I want to uh, bring up. Um, in particular, the story that that came out um and i definitely want to touch on this i i'm actually going to skip over a lot of things um well before i actually jump into that story i do want to mention and give a shout out to um our month of january um recipients of the no fucks given award uh, the, the first award I gave to, cause it was something funny. It was something lighthearted that happened and it, people laughed at it and it actually gave us a chance to kind of step away from some of the craziness with Trump and the protest and everything else is when Snoop Dogg's crazy ass sat there and played doggy style unedited at the goddamn NHL all-star game. I thought that shit was hilarious because everybody was in that motherfucker with their mouths dropped wide open all over. Well, the few people that watch hockey all over the nation and in Canada that was fucking shocked listening to Snoop motherfucking dogs rendition his song doggy style being played by him because he was the DJ unedited uncut and raw and that shit was funny as hell he may have done it on accident but every little every little bit of comedy we can find helps and thank you Snoop Dogg for that if I can ever get an address or a way to contact you I want to see some stickers uh, from the show and, and you know and like I said, that was fucking hilarious. Uh, the second recipients, um, which I can't 
there's no way in hell I could send all these people stickers. Um, but as I posted on um, Instagram, when I posted Snoop Dogg's uh, winning an award, I also posted as well the second group of recipients that won the No Fucks Given Award for the month of January. And it goes out to the men and women um, who not only participated in one of the largest protests in American history, which was the, the women's, the Million Women's March, it not only eclipsed a lot of the hatred in the United States, it eclipsed and quelched some hatred all over the world because this was a protest that was massed all over the world. There were protesters that were there that were simply saying women have rights, people have rights, and we have to protect those rights at all costs. And for that, I salute you all that have been out there nonstop protesting. And I and I can't just pro I can't just stop at those who participated in the Million Women's March. I also put in there the protesters that have been protesting this new ban laws um, and reference that has been called the Muslim ban because that's what it's turned into. It's been a ban against those of Muslim faith and religion. And I, like I said, for all of those that are trying to quench that hatred. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for all that you guys are doing. Keep it up because we need it. We really, 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 really need voices out here that are willing to stand up, okay? Because Muslim people are simply being discriminated against for who they pray to, you know. Mind you, the whole time while people were being completely, totally inconvenienced in airports and, and being pulled aside and, and being told you have to go back to your country, there was a family that moved over here from uh, a man that helped our country, helped defend our country in Iraq. He moved his family from Iraq here and he wasn't allowed to stay in the country. He sold his home. He quit his job because he had the promise of being able to become a U.S. citizen. And that man was shipped away. How do you think that makes a person feel and see our country that is supposed to be the greatest country on earth? Right now, that greatest country on earth is crumbling at the seams because of the spread of hatred. There have been mosques set on fire in parts of the world. There have been instances where Muslim, Muslim people of Muslim faith are being discriminated against because they're being compared to people who do bad things. And the funny part about it is I understand where you're coming from. I'm a black man in America. If an APB goes out for a black man who did something and they had no description, every black man in a 10-mile radius of that APB has to be at alert because he could be fucked at any time because they're simply looking for a black man. Which brings me to my next topic. And uh, we're we going to do some funny, don't worry. But um, I, w once again, would be remiss if I did not bring up the news that was released last week pertaining to the case involving uh, Emmett Till 
for those that have never heard of, of, of Emmett Till and, and heard of his story, he was a young man that um, was in Mississippi. He was originally from Detroit. He was visiting family in Mississippi, and he visited a store on August 26th, 1955. When he visited this store, on I'm sorry, on um, August 24th, um, they skipped, him and his friend skipped church and went to the store to buy some candy. It's the children um, encountered um, a woman by the name of Carolyn Bryant. In the midst of encountering Miss Bryant, the young boys reported uh, had a for, had a photograph of an integrated class that he attended in school, and he bragged about the white children in the picture were his friends. Um, and basically, it he said he had a white girlfriend, and 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 these young men apparently spoke to the woman. Now, from from from. The, the hearsay, they say that he grabbed her, grabbed her hand and asked for a date. He flirted with her, you know. Um, I, I, they say he even whistled at her from what the stories have been told and what it was told to me originally the first time I ever heard about it. And the, the, the woman basically came out and said that the young men, the young man assaulted her. To which... It provoked two men to kidnap Emmett, kidnapped him, and beat him beyond recognition. Okay? They, 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 they. His mother had a choice. Uh, Mamie Till. She had a choice to either have a closed or open casket. She, she vowed to have an open casket because she wanted the world to see what had been done to her son. And in the midst of this story being produced and the court case that followed to which the men were found not guilty for a jury of their all white male peers. And to see the aftermath of his body being found, the smell as his mother remembered the story that could be smelled from two blocks away. His face mangled beyond repair. You could see straight through a bullet hole, through his brain. You could see straight through his head. This is going to alarm people when I talk about this. I want you to understand, this happened in the United States of America. This didn't happen in Syria. This didn't happen in Iraq. This happened before Syria and Iraq was on a goddamn map of enemies to the United States of America. This happened right here. Okay? In this country, my country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, oh thee I sing. 
This happened in 1955. It wasn't until 2007 before Carolyn Bryant had the decency, had the nerve, had the willingness to do what's right and come out and tell the truth. Tell the truth. To sit here and admit that that young man did nothing wrong. Certainly. Even the story that was told he didn't do nothing to get the treatment that he received. But he did, she comes back and says he did nothing wrong. Fifty-two years. Fifty, no, fifty-seven years. It took for her to finally get the gall. No, sorry, I was right, fifty-two. To get the gall to come out and admit that her actions were atrocious, out of line, and downright terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if or what can be done in reference to this woman and her outright lying that caused the death. No, 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 no. That caused the torture and murder of Emmett Till. I don't know what can be done to her as pertaining into our legal system because we have this little thing in our country known as statute of limitations. You can only convict a person for a crime after so long. But what do we do? What can be done? How can this information come out and it not cause anger and frustration? This young man was decimated. Look at the pictures. If you've never looked at the pictures, look at the pictures. That's a 14-year-old boy. 14. That was treated and thrown out and beaten and killed like he was a, a piece of trash. You, you want us to, to, to have, have, have faith in, in, the, in the justice system that allowed the men who two weeks after killing, no, 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 take it back, two weeks after being found not guilty once again by a jury of their all-white, all-male peers to have the nerve and audacity to do an interview Admitting what they did. Admitting how they tortured and killed and murdered and maimed that young man.
Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I truly have no words. I truly have no words on what to say on this instance. I don't know how to begin to realize or fathom the idea of how to build from this. Because, yeah, it happened in 1955. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. Well, it happened so long ago. Someone I have a nerve to say, who cares? I care. I care. It took this woman 52 years. 62 years for us, the public, to find out of this atrocity that this bitch caused simply out of hatred. That was pure hatred. So what he bragged about having a white girlfriend? They killed this young man for indulging in flirtation with a white woman in 1955 in Mississippi. <laughs> you don't want to know the type of filth, floor, and filth fun I've had with all races of women since 1995. Emmett Till died so a fool like me can be married to a wonderful woman that is my wife. People marched. People gave their lives. So some bullshit ass nigga could come into my store yesterday and try to get me to interact with him while he steals from my job. A man who actually showed interest in wanting to do and take part in helping with the motherfucking show, folks. Came into my shit yesterday and stole from us. Stole from that damn store. Well, he had been in numbers of time and been treated with respect and dignity. And he stole from us. But yet he always wanted to come in looking for where Joe, where my nigga Joe at. No, brother. No, friend. You ain't my nigga. And I certainly ain't yours. Black people died. White people died. So that Muslims can come into this country and not experience hatred. And now we have a president that is being allowed to not only invoke a law to which they're not allowed in the country, but also produce tension that is now set a pulse for hatred towards a group of people over a belief, over a belief. I'm going to say this again, over a belief. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about religion before on this show. Y'all understand the way I feel about it. Too many of you use religion as a crutch, and we use it as a crutch so bad that we feel now that one religion is so greater than the other damn religion that this religion has to be produced as being bad and seen as terrible. Granted, there are sorry motherfuckers in part of every religion there is, as part of every facet, every city, every town, every state, every country, every parish, every way you fucking from that's got a piece of shit in it but i assure you we should not mass produce hatred for the simple fact of one piece of shit we lose focus on one piece of shit and call everybody a mass piece of shit all because of what one motherfucker do i'm sick of that shit I am tired of people being hurt and being maimed. You hurt a group of people for what one motherfucker do. Somebody burned a mosque down in Canada last week. Why? None of them people that attend that mosque have probably even stepped out of that country to go into the seven countries that's been banned. But because they practice Muslim faith, Someone chooses to hate them. Where have I heard this story before? Mississippi. Really? What happened in Mississippi? Church burnings. Were these Muslim churches? No, they were not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Were they Muslim churches? No, they were not. They were Christian churches. They were Baptist churches. They were Methodist churches. Man. There were black people in churches. Little girls burned in churches of Christian faith. (laughs) Jesus, you know, nine people were killed in a church in Charleston, South Carolina. Hmm. Makes you wonder, don't it? It really makes you wonder. That same hatred that fuels people to burn down a mosque is about matching that same amount of hatred of people that were burning down Christian churches, black churches in the South in the 50s and the 40s and the 30s and the 20s. But you want me to sit here and focus simply on the fact of what Muslim people do. One piece of shit driving the notion that all of these people are pieces of shit. Meanwhile, a white woman can sit on her sorry ass for 52 years carrying a lie that got a 14-year-old boy killed. Should I look at all white people as pieces of shit? Should I look at my woman, my white wife as a piece of shit because of what this one fucking white woman did? Should I? You got to think about it like that, folks. But y'all don't think about it like that. Motherfuckers like Donald Trump and the powers that are around him don't think about it like that. They think about it in what is more financial for them. 
This is a financial ploy. All of this shit is a game. Okay? What's fucked up is the game is not hurting them. Uh-uh. You think Trump gave a fuck about a goddamn family being shipped back to a country where they have nothing? Hell no. This nigga sitting up in the goddamn White House watching Finding Dory. Eating popcorn in his slippers with his chest stuck up. Enjoying his American way. But you want me to sit here and think, this is what's best for the country. Yeah, let's go and clap it up. Yeah, this is what's best for the country. Bullshit. Bullshit. 100% grade A bullshit. All of you motherfuckers ought to be ashamed of yourselves. I can't be mad at the shit for being shit. It's shit. Okay? It's shit. I can't be mad at the turd. I can't be mad at the turd on the ground. I got to be mad at the motherfuckers who picked the turd up, tried to clean it off, and no matter how they kept wiping it and wiping it and wiping it, they didn't realize that all they kept doing was getting more shit and more shit. And you know what happened every time they wiped that goddamn turd? That turd did what? It spread on a napkin. And then what did they do? They threw the napkin away. What happened though? Somebody took the damn napkin and spread it all over CNN and spread it all over Fox News and spread it all over The Daily Show and spread it all over NBC. NBC didn't fucking fire two goddamn black, then moved two, three black people around from one white bitch. They used to work for a network that is 100% built off of bullshit. That does nothing more but pick up that goddamn turd and keep wiping that shit off that motherfucker. And you keep thinking that you ain't gonna get what you're gonna eventually get is that the shit is gonna run out. I hope you see the point that I'm getting to here, ladies and gentlemen. The shit, you keep wiping that motherfucker and wiping that motherfucker, eventually the shit can run out. And the run out is when your ass go outside and you got that bag of shit and you sitting here ready to spew that shit all over the media. And then you got a group of motherfuckers standing out there saying, the hell you are. I think not. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a revolution coming in this country. They keep saying that it's going to be a civil war. It's not going to be a civil war. It's going to be a revolution. But it cannot be done alone. Why do you think they're trying to get rid of the United Nations? Granted, there are sanctions in the United Nations that some countries feel that are unfair, but in the same breath and light, the United Nations helps keep countries from doing things like segregation. From doing things like sending white children to brick and mortar schools and sending black children to a school in behind a goddamn alley somewhere. It may not be exactly an alley, but goddamn the education is the equivalent of some shit you pick up in an alley. That is unless you run into a real nigga like me, because I'll definitely teach you something that'll change your life. Me like a million is there's only one. Okay? You get a one of me and shot of meeting somebody like me. If you ain't getting it right the first time, that's the reason why I tell people, you know, my, my children, that I just had a graduate um, of high school, my, my oldest stepdaughter. I love you, Mary. 
She graduated high school last year, and she's now off to college. She thought, and somewhere in her mind, she keeps thinking that she's learned all that she can learn. No. Learning never stops. She'll graduate. I'll have another kid graduating next year. Learning never stops. I enlighten my wife every day on different things that she never was able to attain in education here in the area that she's in. She's went to the school district that for years has never celebrated and observed Martin Luther King Day. They take a day out of school, but it's not on the designated day. They don't observe it as Martin Luther King Day. They call it a teacher's day. To think I don't have a problem with that, and for those that are um, board members and whatnot of that school, my kid got less, uh, a year, a little, a, a little over a year left in that school. Y'all just built a new building. Y'all just bought new buses. I would like to see some progress in, in honoring a man that has opened the door to the rights of millions of people of all races and all colors. If y'all think Martin was just working for black people, you got life and bullshit confused, baby. Martin's efforts helped millions and millions and millions of people, and not just in the United States. Martin didn't get killed for desegregating the schools and desegregating um, the southern areas of the United States. He didn't get killed because of what he was doing for black people. Martin got killed because he was trying to expand to all people. They knew the power of his voice. They knew that a man like him could shake the very and continue to shake the very foundation of this country to mold it into not into what it is today. It is 2017. We should no longer be sitting here worrying about judging a person by the goddamn race. You don't want to deal with the Muslim ban. Say that you atheist. How will they know? Say that you're an atheist. How would they know? You could get away with saying you're a Christian because if you read the Quran or you read the Bible, I'm telling you right now, it's like looking at two bookends. There are a large amount of renditions in the Bible that are still in effect in the Quran. There are a lot of laws and stories and rules. All of it folds right there together. Okay? But we got to stop hating people over, over, over religion. This, all of this is being driven by religion. All of this hatred. All of the women that's out there protesting. Here's the funny part about the protest. The protesters were out there protesting women's rights. Why were they protesting women's rights? Because women deserve fucking rights. Hello? But one of the biggest things that they were protesting about is abortion. This big deal with abortion. This big deal with, with, with using... Um, birth control, and things of those natures. All of that comes back to religion because on the other end, there are people who believe in their religion that using birth control is wrong. That swallowing cum is wrong. They will sit here and tell you that if you swallow a nut, you didn't kill the child. Bitches, you crazy? You think that killed them? Go talk to the ones that's in, dried up in the motherfucking sock on the side of the motherfucking bed to be washed away at a later expense. Okay? 
Don't sit here and tell me that bullshit. Miss me with that bullshit. It all comes back to religion. And we've talked about this before. What is religion? Religion is built off of books. That were written by people. And in the midst of these books written by people, your ass and read this book and got Harry Pottered. You got Harry Pottered. You listened, you read the book and started believing the goddamn story. You know, when I was a kid, I always wanted to think about putting a goddamn Barbie doll in a computer so I can find somebody to fuck. But guess what? That shit ain't real, bruh. It's not real. You can't put a Barbie doll in a computer and get Kelly LeBrock from 1985 to touch and tickle your penis. It's not fucking real. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. We let bullshit take over our judgment. What's funny to me is you got black people sitting here supporting the fact that Trump is going against racists, or going against the Muslim people and, and, and hurting them and taking them from being able to come to America and have a better life. It is so fucking funny that black people want to stop Muslims from doing this when black people was bought over this bitch against their fucking will. To build, uh, help and build and mold a fucking country to make it great to where people don't have to feel discriminated. Are you fucking kidding me? This is how this bullshit is playing out and they're doing it in the name of Jesus. They are doing it for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. My mother ran a business, trucking company, a few years back. My mother was making more money than money got money. And I was proud of her. I was very proud of her. I actually wanted to go into business with her, and I did just that. It cost me my relationship with my mother in more ways than one. I am more of a believer in karma than I am of religion. Because karma will eat your ass up. Because y'all probably heard this story. Go back and check out Area of My Ways, track one. My mother calls me on a day and tell, tell, calls me on a day in August, August the 3rd, 2013. And she tells me that she has this great business opportunity and she has this, no, I'll take it back. She has this great blessing that she's sending me. Blessing with fucking Iraqi dinars. And she prayed and believed in the name of Jesus. I could pull up the goddamn emails and show y'all this shit. She was sending me biblical passages every day and telling me to pray for the dinars and pray for them to come because they going they, they gonna hit and they gonna happen and it's gonna be amazing. And 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 and, and this 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 bullshit. Fucking bullshit is simply what it was. Nothing more, nothing less. I ain't gonna over-explain this shit. Y'all done heard this story before. Bullshit. That she chose to devise and fucking believe in having us all poke piss on our heads thinking that we supposed to think it's fucking rain. Bullshit. 
in its very fucking essence and form. All of it. In the name of Jesus. Y'all know what it means. And when I didn't told you before. It's all gone. All in the form of the noise that ain't worth shit in the United States of America. But yet somewhere in her mind, she still believed that by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, we all going to be rich beyond our wildest dreams. Bullshit. Crutch. Bullshit. Why I bring it up this way? It could be a little bit troubling. It pissed me off a little bit. I'm, I, I'm, I'm more worried and concerned, but what really got me was when I was talking to my sister about it one day, and she mentioned to me that I, my mother told me that I'm wasting my time doing the Joe Moffat show, doing the thing that belongs to me, doing the thing that can't be taken away from me. My motherfucking mic is mine. This bitch ain't going no fucking where, and neither am I. You'd have to slit my throat and cut off my hands to stop my goddamn voice from being heard. I own this. This is mine. You can't take it from me. And it ain't no belief. It ain't no fathom. This ain't no goddamn spiritual awakening that's gonna come. This is me telling you the motherfucking business of what is and what ain't. Some of y'all, I've had people call me a blessing. I've had people call me the best comedy podcast, period, baby. We gonna get better and better and better. But you gonna tell me what I'm doing is bullshit? Huh. <laughs> My bullshit ain't going to stop until I say so. Your bullshit can't start until somebody else say so. Ladies and gentlemen, the Joe Moffat show ain't just for me. It's, it's for you. I don't do this just for me. I can listen. I can stand my head and listen to my fuckery and sit in a room being by myself and have all my understandings in my head and keep them to me. To where I can have to be the one having understanding. I'm the one that I have, you know, I'm thinking of this shit. I come up with it. Motherfuckers tell me if they like it or not. Most motherfuckers have started to like it. So guess what? I'm going to keep giving it to you, baby. In bigger and bigger and bigger doses. Okay? I got 1,695 people on Twitter. That can't, I can't be doing something too wrong. Hello. I went from 427 in 2015 to 5,000 in 2016. I must be doing something right. And from what I already saw from this month's numbers from January, it's going to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's all on me, baby. This is all mine. But like I said, I do this for y'all. Because I see my world and I see my country and I see the things that are going on. And I'm like, will you niggas chill the fuck out for a little bit, please? This is, this is one of the scariest times that we, I can remember living in the United States of America or living on earth, period. 
Because everything happened here affects the world. It don't just affect us. It don't just affect Americans. Y'all thought, what cracked me up was that all the people from all over the world that thought that Donald Trump winning the presidency was only going to affect us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nigga, please. Everything that happened here control everything that happened everywhere else. You want to know how I can see it? You want to know how I ignore it? Because everybody else protesting that shit just like us. No, I'm not on a, on a picket line. No, I'm not standing in a crowd with a sign. Trump, you a piece of shit. No, I'm not out there with all of those people that's fighting and putting their voices and putting their putting feet to work and walking and marching and doing it. I got, but I'll tell you what, baby, I got your back. Whether it's in this Barker Lounger or if I'm out there live with you. And Lord knows, if I can get out there, I will be. I'd love to be in Standing Rock, North Dakota right now. I'd love to be out there with the protesters of that goddamn pipeline. I'd love to be with the protesters and the people that's pissed off and ain't got clean goddamn drinking water in Flint fucking Michigan while we sitting here fucking with a goddamn wall. Serious? Serious? Are you serious? Come, come, come. You know, come with me, ladies and gentlemen. Tell me you hearing this shit. We about to spend $20 billion to stop some shit that ain't even fucking happened yet when shit that's happening right here in this country killing our people right here. And we ain't doing this goddamn thing about it but building a motherfucking wall. Let me ask you something, ladies and gentlemen. If one of them refugees, I want to get them all together, and I say, how many of y'all know how to go and fix a pipe? Let them in. How many of them know anything about water, about, about water conservation and, 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 and pollution cleanup? Come on in. Come on in. Because apparently the motherfuckers that's here ain't doing shit. They ain't doing a goddamn thing. So if another motherfucker can come somewhere else and fix this shit... I welcome them with open goddamn arms, baby. Because the powers that be ain't done a goddamn thing in Flint fucking Michigan. Don't tell me about how your punk ass gonna make America great again when your sorry ass can't even get half of the goddamn country feasible fucking drinking water. This is America. I got $100 that say somebody got banned that was flying back to Flint, Michigan. You know the only relief that man had? He can go back to wherever the fucking country that he getting banned back to and wash his ass without worrying about motherfucking being poisoned. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, oh thee I sing. Let's get our American people in Flint, Michigan some goddamn drinking water that they can wash their ass in a motherfucking tub and take a glass and put it in their sink and consume a liquid that won't fucking poison them. Flint, Michigan ain't a black problem. Flint, Michigan ain't a white problem. Flint, Michigan ain't a goddamn Muslim a Christian problem. That's a fucking human problem. And you motherfuckers want to sit here and fight and bark and bitch and moan and, and praise a motherfucking wall.
Oh, baby, I'm coming back today to get your asses in line. The month of February, this, this, this month is being devoted to getting the bullshit stopped. Okay? I want to devote the month of February and then carry it into the months after. This is a comedy show, I know, and it's going to be funny. But I can I took last week off because it was so much shit that happened. There are so many stories that I ain't even touched on. I haven't touched on the young man who for five years was being raped by a group of fucking men and no one did shit. What does that sound like? Uh Penn State? No, I ain't talking about Penn State. This was a whole nother fucking occurrence. Right here in America. And nobody did shit for this kid. We got motherfuckers running around kidnapping little girls, taking them down to the fucking Super Bowl and making them sell their goddamn bodies. Right here in the United States of America. You got bitches that's ready to volunteer to sell lay pussy for fucking tampons. And yet you got niggas kidnapping and endangering children. Why? Jesus fucking Christ, why? You won't get me to get it. I won't get it. You can't fucking explain this to me. I raise children, motherfucker. I got babies. You can't explain to me what the fuck is going on right now while you niggas sitting here arguing about a goddamn wall and a group of people that ain't done shit to us. When them motherfuckers do something over there and then they come over here and do some shit, then we can complain. But half of the motherfuckers that y'all trying to ban is just people that's wanting a better way of life. That they believe and have seen in a sign and have read in a movie that the United States is able to offer until you go to Flint, Michigan, until you go to Chicago, until you go to South Central Los Angeles, until you go to fucking Third Ward, Houston, Texas. I got my JJ jersey on today, baby. I told you I'm here putting in work. We putting in work today. No fucks given. No fucks gained. I don't want to fuck from you, baby. Keep your fucks to yourself. Because you going to need them. I ain't got a fuck to give. And I damn sure ain't got one your ass can borrow. Think y'all going to stop me? Shit. The only thing stop me is me. I sat there last week and I, I had so much content. It was unbelievable. And I, I literally got just overwhelmed, overwhelmed myself. Because there was so, just a whole week. And this was just a week of just hatred and disgust. And I'm sitting here watching people. And all I can think to myself is, my baby's got to live in this world. My children one day are going to grow up and they are not going to be under my wing. They're going to have to go out there on their own. I have a child that is 100 miles from my house right now. 
That's not an arm reach. I can't get there. I ain't got no no partners or no cliques or no homies that can go check on them and make sure that make sure she okay. Make sure her and her friends don't get into no shit. I ain't got that out here. All I got is me. That's it. That's all I got is me. My baby is out in this world. Lord knows she on a college campus. We know what happens on college campuses, don't we, Brock Turner? Oh, yeah. We know what happens on college campuses all too well. If you don't know, go visit University of Virginia. They can tell you. Shit, we also know what happens at elementary schools like Sandy Hook. We send our babies out into these worlds, and I want to make sure my baby's going to be able to come home. So for those that want to stop me and tell me that this ain't worth it, I do this so that if somebody can hit my show and I can change their mind frame and help them see a different, not really, I don't want to change nobody, but I just want you to see a different light. To take away some of that hatred that may be in your heart. To help you understand that not everybody is your enemy. If that one, if, if that one thing can affect change to make this world better for my babies. Ladies and gentlemen, I will sit here and do this goddamn show. I don't give a damn if I don't ever make a dime off of it. I don't give a damn if I go back to having one play a month. If it reaches one person, that's all that matters to me. I love you all. I love each and every one of you. I hope that this helps enlighten some people and help you understand and, 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 and reevaluate. Take a step back and think how your actions can possibly save a 14-year-old boy's life. The things you do can save the innocence of a child. We have to do better than what we are doing right now, ladies and gentlemen. Because if we don't, it's not going to hurt us. It's going to hurt the children. It's going to hurt the babies. It's going to hurt them that's coming up behind us. Because everything we do, we're supposed to be doing what? Making the world better for who? Them. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. I am here. I'm not going nowhere, babies. And I got all of y'all's backs. Please believe. If you want stickers, send me a uh, tweet this week. Um, hashtag Jomo. J-O-M-O. That's the hashtag for the Joe Moffat Show. It is in effect. We are rocking it. It's going down. I may have major news. I said may have. I posted this on Twitter the other day. Don't nobody be coming to me thinking that I'm lying. I said may have. Some huge news coming up. But I'm not going to tell you yet because I don't know yet. And I'm going to try to squeeze in some followers real quick. Of course, the Afro Daily. I'm going to triple thank y'all. I know y'all think I'm, I'm pushing it too far. But Jesus Christ, they call me the best. And I love that. Um... 
Tulsa Wedding Show, Fit Yummy Food, uh, Sarsakist, whatever the fuck that is, uh, It's Wild Facts, uh, Mon Levasseur, uh, People Underscore Film, Tumble Underscore Creek, Jameson Wrights, Barrington Mole, uh, the list goes on and on and on. All of our new followers on our Twitter page. Follow me on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on goddamn SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on motherfucking iTunes. Follow us on Twitter and uh, Twitter and Spreaker and Stitcher and every the fuck way else you can Google and find Joe Moffat. Baby, come holler at me because we're going to have a good time. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Joe Moffat. Peace and love. Let's all do our best to be better. All right? That's all I want. Next week, I'm making somebody piss laughing. I guarantee it. Until then, see you guys later.